Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. We're taking a look at what speakers are covering at our events. Turning our attention this time to our event on the Defend Trade Secrets Act in the 2019 landscape. Taking a look at managing and securing your trade secrets. The event went live Thursday, June 13th and is available for on-demand playback at a time to suit you. Details about our full panel and how to get a hold of this recording will be found in the description box down below. You'll also find the code PODCAST25, getting you 25% off your very first webcast registration. Today we'll be hearing from David Perdue, a partner at Owen Gleiton, Egan, Jones and Sweeney LLP. We'll also hear from Reggie Goka, a partner at Mayor Brown. John Stone will be our final speaker, a partner at DeColtless. It's Patrick Cole and Gilblin LLP. Let's turn things over to our speakers now. Thank you. Yes, this is Reg Gakey from Mayor Brown. Uh, I am a commercial litigator with uh, Mayor Brown. I co-lead our commercial litigation practice as well as our D.C. litigation practice. My practice uh, focuses on uh, business-to-business litigation, uh, including technology litigation, including trade secret litigation, uh, joint venture litigation, et cetera, um, typically for companies in the financial services and technology spaces. Um, During the webinar, I'm going to be discussing uh, a couple of aspects of trade secrets litigation. I'm going to uh, provide an overview uh, and some context for the trends in trade secret litigation. Uh, As many folks know, trade secret litigation has been growing dramatically doubling and tripling over the last 20 years, um, and that's been driven by the increased value of trade secrets as an asset for companies, the increased mobility of employees and the increased use of partnerships uh, by companies, um, and the increased damages that have been awarded uh, in trade secrets litigation, which obviously attracts additional plaintiffs. Um, So those are some of the main trends uh, that are driving trade secret litigation, which I'll explain further during the webinar. The second thing I'll discuss during the webinar is uh, what it takes to ensure that you have a trade secret right. Obviously, uh, you have to have information such as formulas or patterns, um, and they have to derive value from not being generally known. Um, But most importantly, and hence the name, uh, they have to be kept secret. And so what I'll discuss during the webinar is what companies have to do, what steps they have to take to ensure that secrecy. Um, And those steps generally include not just the use of NDAs, but the consistent use of NDAs and the following of the terms of the NDAs. Uh, It requires not just restricting access to trade secret information, but consistently doing so, and not just through agreements, but through physical restrictions as well. It requires labeling and identifying trade secret information, uh, both with your partners uh, through NDAs and also with your employees in order to differentiate that information from other information employees may have. And it requires uh, ensuring the return of data, uh, both from your partners under NDAs uh, and from employees uh, when they leave the company. And so we'll talk about that more during the webinar. Um, Obviously, to do all of those things, one needs to be able to identify uh, a trade secret, which is important not only for keeping the trade secret, uh, but for uh, when entering litigation, making sure that you can identify the trade secret early and with particularity in order to protect your rights, which will, again, describe during the webinar. So with that, I'll turn it back over. Hi, uh, my name is John Stone. It's a pleasure to talk to you. I hope you'll join us for the uh, upcoming uh, podcast. I'm a 
commercial litigator in New York, New Jersey, and sometimes in other states on a case-by-case basis. Um, and one of my areas of expertise is uh, uh, litigation related to trade secrets. Um, I'm a member of the uh, ABA Subcommittee on Trade Secrets and an editor of the newsletter. It's really one of my favorite areas of law. Um, what I'll be discussing, in addition to just some general things about trade secret law, is something called the inevitable disclosure doctrine, which happens when an employee has some knowledge that you think he's likely to use, but actually hasn't necessarily stolen from his prior employee, and, and how that's been treated under state law and the new federal trade secret statute. I'll also be talking about the interim remedies that you seek when you're in court. Um, if you're defending the suit, someone's seeking them against you, and if you're the plaintiff, you want them. And those are injunctions, restraining orders, uh, and under the federal statute in particular, um, a seizure order. This is new under the law, and it's really changed the landscape and, uh, of trade secret litigation, and I hope you'll join us. Hi, my name is David Pardue. I am a partner in the firm of Owen Gleaton in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I am also the chair of the Trade Secrets Committee of the Georgia Bar Intellectual Property Section. My practice uh, involves uh, all forms of complex business litigation and focuses quite a bit on uh, trade secrets, trade dress, trademark, uh, employment agreements, uh, complex uh, partnership and corporate uh, disputes, uh, which are sometimes referred to as uh, corporate divorces. Uh, and uh, trade secrets is probably my favorite academic area of the law, uh, and so I'm excited to talk about it here. Uh, I will be talking about uh, damages uh, in trade secrets law, particularly the Defend Trade Secrets Act, but also as it relates to the uh, many different uh, states and their laws on damages and trade secrets. Uh, trade secrets remedies are interesting and a little bit different than uh, most cases because uh, under the Uniform Trade Secrets Act and uh, as adopted in the Defend Trade Secrets Act, uh, besides injunctive relief, which as John noted is a primary focus of trade secrets litigation, uh, uh, plaintiffs can recover both actual loss and the unjust enrichment caused by the misappropriation if the enrichment is not part of the lost profits model. So I'll be focusing on that, especially unjust enrichment. There are uh, many different interesting uh, topics that are developing in trade secrets law. And uh, one of the interesting things about trade secrets law is it's, it's rather undeveloped as compared to patent litigation. Uh, and therefore, some of the areas of trade secrets law are uh, more fertile ground for creative lawyering than uh, perhaps in the patent space. Uh, we'll be talking also about royalty damages, which are allowable uh, under the Uniform Trade Secret Act and the Defend Trade Secret Act in certain circumstances. Uh, I'll also be uh, talking about uh, uh, trade secret asset management, and um, whereas Reggie will talk about uh, how you, know, you create a trade secret, how you know there's a trade secret, et cetera, I'm going to talk about some tips 
for getting clients or companies to actually manage their trade secrets uh, in a manner that is practical and efficient and hopefully allows them to uh, keep their trade secrets from being uh, taken or if they are to identify them to actually have them stand up in court and uh, to recover for misappropriation of them. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group podcast. Don't forget, more information about our panel, how to get a recording of this event, and the full agenda will be in the description box down below. You'll also find the code PODCAST25. When used at checkout, they'll get you 25% off that very first webcast registration. We look forward to seeing you at future Knowledge Group events, and until next time, take care. Bye for now.